Welcome back to another episode of the Behavioral Economics and Marketing Podcast Series. This is Sandra thomas Commonall. In this episode, we will be talking about alleviating conflict before it starts. Conflict is a normal part of everyday life, and all of us have experienced friction or disagreements. Not surprisingly, conflict can also happen in the workplace. And when conflicts happen at work, they can create discord between coworkers, impede progress, lower morale, and can even repel talented employees. In the last two episodes, we discussed ways that marketing leaders can resolve conflicts in the workplace. But the best way to resolve conflict is to be proactive in avoiding it before it starts. So jumping in with types of workplace conflict. Conflict can generally be categorized into three categories. Conflict with self, conflict with environment, and conflict with others. But workplace conflict can often be classified into two types, task-related and relationship-related. Task-related conflict are conflicts which are concerning job functions such as duties, deadlines, resources, and workplace policies, whereas relationship-related conflict are those conflicts which pertain to the interpersonal interactions between individuals within an organization or company. Additionally, conflicts can occur as a result of unrelated factors such as in a conflict with self. To learn more about conflict with self, please take a listen to the Mastering the Art of Managing Conflict episode of the Behavioral Economics and Marketing podcast. Causes of Workplace Conflict In workplace settings, conflict can be caused from a variety of sources, such as conflicting needs, styles, perceptions, goals, pressures, and roles, as well as differing personal values and unpredictable policies. As with many problems in life, the best strategy for handling conflict in the workplace is to prevent it before it occurs. And there are a variety of methods that companies, managers, and employees can carry out to help prevent conflict before it occurs. Here are just a few. Practice effective communication. Training employees at all levels of your organization on effective communication is the first line of defense against conflict. Allow open communication. Creating an environment that allows employees to feel heard is essential in encouraging open lines of communication. Know your people. When I start a new leadership position, I first seek to develop rapport with my team. I like to learn about each member's personal and professional goals, what they love about their job, and if there are any sources of tension. Do they have the tools that they need? Is there a process that could be optimized? Is there a project that they have been waiting to tackle? Those, are, those types of questions really go a long way towards building that rapport. But building rapport shouldn't begin and end in the beginning. Continue to build rapport with your team through team building events, social interaction, and don't forget to have some fun. Maintain transparency. Maintaining a transparent management is important to avoid conflicts and confusions. It also helps in building good relations and trust between the executives and the rest of the workforce. Aside from job security and career advancement opportunities, employees seek transparency to know the real status of the company and so that they can protect themselves. I once worked for a company that prided themselves on transparency. But when the company fell on hard times, management started meeting regularly behind closed doors, leaving the team fearful of what was next. In the episode Managing Cognitive Dissonance, I spoke on the topic of company ethos. 
Company ethos is a distinguishing character, sentiment, moral nature, or guiding belief of a company and its people. Common examples of company ethos are stewardship, client value creation, ethics, integrity, performance, passion, or transparency. The company ethos should be the backbone of everything the company does, from the product or service it creates to how the employees are treated. Company ethos should be incorporated into every decision the company makes. This holds even more true in harder decisions and harder times. As the saying goes, what you do in the dark defines who you are in the light. Companies who are instituting company ethos should develop checks and balances to assure that employees and managers at every level are upholding the company ethos. Give positive feedback. Adults also need positive reinforcement. Giving your employees praise is an effective way to manage your relationships and alleviate potential conflict. Workers who feel vital to the team are more likely to work harder and contribute to the project and less likely to get into situations of conflict. Lastly, it is important to remember that you can't always avoid conflict through preventative measures. If conflict does occur, seek advice from your HR department. Wrapping it up, understanding how we as humans make decisions is an important part of marketing and leadership. Behavioral economics is the study of decision making and can give keen insight into employee behavior and help to shape your leadership style. Conflict is a normal part of everyday life and all of us have experienced friction or disagreements. Not surprisingly, conflict can also happen in the workplace. And when conflicts happen at work, they can create discord between coworkers, impede progress, lower morale, and even repel talented employees. In this episode, we discuss ways to alleviate conflict before it begins, such as through open communication, communication training, building rapport with your team, maintaining transparency, and giving positive feedback. Thank you for listening to another episode of Behavioral Economics and Marketing. This is Sandra Thomas-Kamenaw.